Today's Daily Torah is sponsored by Nate Sternberg, Nassen Ben Chana, in honor of his birthday today. May Hashem grant him a successful year in all things physical and spiritual, and especially to see how they are one, and may it manifest in his life and all good things. We know that during the three weeks, this time of Bena Mitzorim, that we're remembering the destruction of the Temple, Hasidus teaches that, of course, the focus is never just about the past and being sad about the past, but, of course, the focus, even of the mourning, even of the Avelus, is to make us want to have the Beis Hamikdash, the Temple, again in the future, but the future that's going to be any moment. And all the holy swarms say that the way to bring that about is that we build the temple in ourselves, we turn ourselves into a Beis HaMikdash. So let's talk about for a moment, if we want to understand what it means that we have to become temples for Hashem, a Beis HaMikdash, to bring the ultimate redemption of reality in the Beis HaMikdash. What does that actually mean in our life? So you know... The focus, the apex, the holiest place in the temple was the Kedush Kadashim, of course, the Holy of Holies. And we know that the most prominent feature in the Holy of Holies was the Ark of the Covenant, the Arain Bris. And on the Ark, within which were the Luches, the tablets that Moses received on Sinai, on the Ark were the two Kruvim, the two cherubs, angelic-like features with wings that faced each other, according to one verse. Upneim Ishelachiv, these two cherubs, the Kruvim, were facing each other in the Holy of Holies. But the Gemara in Baba Basra already asks that seemingly there's another Pasuk, an opposite Pasuk, a verse in Yecheskel that says Upneim El that the cherubs were facing the bias, the house, the temple, the walls of the Holy of Holies. They weren't facing each other, they were facing the walls. So the Gemara answers. This is when the Jewish people were doing the will of Hashem and when the Jewish people were not doing the will of Hashem. In other words, and this is the way usually everyone always learns, this is the way most people will say that what the Gemara is answering is that when the Jewish people were doing the will of Hashem, they would face each other. But when they weren't doing the will of Hashem, many Mepharshim say, what it means is that they would miraculously turn around, face back to back, and be facing the wall. They would give each other each other's back. Sort of like a manifestation of Hashem's displeasure with the Jewish people. The two cherubs that would always be lovingly facing each other would face each other's back, back to back. Miraculously, they would turn around. But there's an idea from the Maharal, the holy Maharal from Prague in the Chidusha Goddess, which, as far as I've ever seen, is such an original idea and one of the most beautiful ideas ever. And I believe in the deepest way that this is what we have to work on. This is what it means to be a temple for Hashem. The Maharal says like this. The Maharal says, not like most commentators say, that they miraculously turned around. No. They never turned around the cherubs. They were always facing each other. They were always facing the direction. They were always facing each other. The question is then, so what does the Gemara mean? The Gemara answers, because again, there's two psukim. One pasuk says they were looking at each other. Upneim ishel ochiv, their faces were to each other. And another pasuk says, upneim elabayis, they were facing the wall. So what is, so, and the Gemara says whether they're doing Hashem's will or not. So the Maral says, yeah, yeah, that's true. Whether you're doing Hashem's will or not, there would be this miracle. But the miracle was much deeper, the Maharal says. It's not that they turned around. The Maral says like this. You know that sometimes you could look at somebody and not really see them? Sometimes you have people that look at you and you know they're not really seeing you. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that's the biggest problem with social media and cell phones and even Zoom. <laughs> We're losing that. 
the ability to look at each other, to really, really see each other in the deepest way. The Maharal says the miracle was much more profound. The cherubs were always facing each other. The question was, were they seeing each other? Were they looking each other in the eye? The Maharal says that what the Gemara is answering is that when the Jewish people were finding favor in Hashem's eyes, the cherubs were so lovingly gazing into each other's eyes, like the eyes of doves, like the sages teach us that the male and female doves stared each other in the eye with love. And that's how the cherubs were. But the Maharal says that when the Jewish people were not connecting to Hashem in the way that they should, the cherubs didn't turn around, but they kept facing each other, but they stopped looking at each other. It looked as if their glare, their glance was only falling on the wall. It's like they were like looking straight through each other. And that's an even bigger miracle to think that these statues, these, these, these cherubs, these golden cherubs somehow miraculously were either looking at each other or like staring right through each other as they were facing each other. That's what the Maharal explains and I believe the deeper meaning of the Maharal, the Maharal doesn't say this, but I think that the deeper meaning of that is because you see, if I were to say to you, are you always looking at Hashem? Are you and Hashem always looking at each other in the eye? Well, you're never really back to back with Hashem, Right? I mean, wherever you are, you're facing Hashem. And more than that, according to Hasidus, wherever you look, you're really looking at godliness. The question is not whether you're facing godliness and looking at godliness, it's whether you're seeing it or not, whether you're seeing Him or not. Of course, you're facing God all the time, but are you seeing Him? We have to know that whatever we look at is Hashem's light, and Hashem is also always facing God. But sometimes we could... Our glance like sort of just goes straight through and we know there's a God, but like, I don't see him ever. He's up above in the wild blue yonder and whatever. And you look at miraculous, beautiful things happening in the world every day, but you know, there's so much noise and bad things happening and distractions. And so you could like go through life and you're always facing God and, and the way that God's light is manifesting in, in the world and the beauty and, and sometimes in the hard things in the world and never really see God at all. Just see straight through God. But to be a temple means to go through the world in such a way to know that yes, we're always facing God, but to be really face to face, pun him pun him with God, is to stare at God in the eye, no matter what you're looking at. As the Holy Balshemtav wrote in the Tzavasar Rivash, to bear in mind that whatever physical object you're looking at, you're looking at the Shekhinah. And when we then remember God's infinity and in our minds make a yichud, the unification of elevating whatever we're looking at with God's infinity, that is looking at God in the face. And that is making ourselves more and more into temples where Hashem could dwell in us, in our minds, in our hearts, and in that merit of us training ourselves. Because again, Chesidah says, no matter what level we're on, the most important thing is to run to Hashem with open arms because Hashem is waiting so much, especially during this time of the three weeks. Hashem is looking at us in the eyes. Let's look back.